0: Welcome to the Gateway House podcast. I am Alexander Webb, intern at Gateway House. We have with us Ambassador Dev, director and co-founder of Gateway House, who will be discussing President Trump's visit to India, as well as the recently signed US Taliban peace deal. A week after President Trump's visit to India, would you consider it a successful visit? And what are your feelings now that the whole uh, hype is over?
1: So uh, I want to begin by saying that we shouldn't engage too much in the binaries that the media tends to introduce. Was the visit high on uh, uh, on hype? Was there no substance? I think you can have both. You can have hype, and certainly this visit had both. Uh, We know that the whole uh, 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 drive from Ahmedabad airport to the largest stadium, cricket stadium in the world, etc. was something that uh, Trump clearly enjoyed. He he continues to talk about how welcome he felt, how much he felt he was loved by India, how much he loves India. And he has been saying at his own campaign uh, meetings back in the United States that he's been spoiled, uh, nobody's going to be able to match up to the 120,000 people that welcomed him when he came to India. So I think in that sense, uh, it was great. It was really good on the hype side of it. How was it on uh, substance? Um, Now that some of the the commentary uh, has slowed down, because of course, as always happens, other issues uh, take over. I think we can see and there have been signals since then that there is a greater strategic convergence on issues of immense importance, but on issues on which there has been great divergence between India and the United States in the past. The first of these is that when President Trump was asked questions in a press conference on the outbreak of violence in Delhi while he was still in Delhi, his reaction was very cool. He basically said, uh, I, it's an internal affair and I leave it uh, to Prime Minister Modi, who he has, who he said was very religious person, but very calm and very firm in the way he would deal with all this. And he had already greatly praised the plural uh, uh, nature, the plural uh, plural nature of Indian society. You also saw the Indians uh, 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 responding by moving on an issue like Afghanistan, on which uh, we have been at odds with with the United States, uh, by actually participating in the signing of a agreement between the US and the Taliban, which have been anathema to India all these years. You also saw that in the press conference, uh, President Trump made a half-hearted response on whether he was going to mediate uh, the Kashmir issue. And he said, yes, I've offered my uh, good offices. But of course, it depends on on the uh, response from the two, participants from India and uh, and Pakistan and left it at that. On Pakistan, he was both harsh and soft. He, uh, he said that uh, they were working, that Pakistan is a friend, that Prime Minister Imran Khan is his friend. But of course, as you know, every leader in the world is a friend of uh, President Trump. Uh, but uh, he also said that they are working hard with Pakistan on trying to reduce terrorist activities and the The suggestion was that terrorist activities emanating from Pakistan, from Pakistan-based groups. So I think we should uh, see these signals which have followed immediately at the end of the visit as well as afterwards as showing a maturity and a a conceding of long-held positions by both sides.
0: Thank you, Neelam, for your general feelings of the visit. Can we now go into the more concrete outcomes of the visit and tell us how you judge the outcomes?
1: So again, I think to begin with, we have to acknowledge that there wasn't a trade agreement. But in the joint statement issued at the end of the visit, the two countries have stressed their belief about the need and importance of long-term trade stability. And they hope to uh, conclude, uh, they will continue negotiations and hope to conclude some kind of an agreement fairly soon, although President Trump has been saying that maybe it will only come after the elections. Um, I think that may, may be a better, a more prescient uh, uh, timetable, because uh, India has found it hard to negotiate trade agreements with the United States certainly, but with everybody else as well, whether it is with uh, the European Union, whether it is with Canada, Australia, ASEAN, uh, there is a real feeling uh, uh, and the assessment of the Indian government is that trade agreements have not yielded an increase in exports to India. In fact, the trade imbalance has grown with almost everybody that bilateral trade agreements were signed with. So, we would like to sign an agreement with the United States, but I think this will take some doing, and it's certainly not going to happen very soon. Now, to come to the other concrete outcomes of this visit, the defense purchases announced, of course, are important, and Trump welcomed that India will be buying uh, MH 60R Naval and AH 64E Apache helicopters. The deal is worth close on uh, three billion dollars. And there are, of course, other defense procurement deals which are under discussion. The acquisition of these uh, 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 helicopters is important in itself, but it's also important in as a display that uh, high tech high tech defense equipment from the United States is now available to India. And the sophistication of the equipment that India is able to access is growing all the time. It's a step up process. There was discussion on the third of the foundational agreements, that is the basic exchange and cooperation agreement on intelligence. Uh, India <laughs> clearly has a timetable of five to 10 years to sign each of these agreements. <clears throat> so I would imagine that this may come in the term of the next president, whether it is Trump or a Democrat. But at the same time, other important outcomes was the understanding that India would be procuring more oil. There is a reference to uh, encouraging uh, the new uh, Nuclear Power Corporation of India and Westinghouse to finalize the techno-commercial offer for the construction of six nuclear reactors in India. I doubt that this will happen because the uh, assurances that India has offered in the term of President Obama regarding liability on the supplier of equipment in the event of a nuclear are not the sort of terms that American companies have accepted from anywhere else. Uh, Also in India, there is great resistance to the location of nuclear power plants by local communities. And I I do not see this uh, being overcome, either of the two problems being overcome in the near term. There was uh, uh, understanding that... uh, NASA would cooperate more with ISRO uh, in the space arena and that is to be welcomed, considering the growing importance of space, both for commercial satellite operations, but even more so in the defense and security uh, areas. Uh, I think the uh, understanding that there will also be uh, more uh, purchase of oil, from the United States is very important because India needs to diversify its import base. Uh, We have to recognize that the, uh, uh, that, uh, the availability of oil as a whole is not a problem, but which source is supplying is very important. And in fact, Gateway House has been recommending in its research that Indian oil companies, all of which are from the public sector, should actually invest in the oil sector, in countries which are politically stable, the United States, Australia, Canada, all of which are uh, growing sources of oil supplies.
0: So we definitely see a closer strategic uh, relationship between the two countries and more collaboration in defence. What do you think this means for the relations between India and Russia And does it mean anything for India and Iran uh, considering their relationship?
1: I think that uh, it's clear that uh, India's relationship with Russia, one of the, perhaps the biggest factor is the continuing uh, dependence on uh, Soviet era and then Russian uh, uh, defense systems. Even today, somewhere between 60 to 70% of the defense equipment in India is of Russian origin. We will continue to need that equipment to be maintained for uh, spare parts to be supplied, for ammunition, for continued cooperation in that uh, area. The uh, Indian government has worked hard to sustain the relationship with Russia, and most recently, Uh, the the consequences of that effort are becoming uh, visible. Uh, Apparently, the Russian government has just uh, passed legislation which would uh, allow, uh, which would enable uh, workers from India to go into the Russian Far East. This, of course, is related to the $1 billion uh, line of credit that was announced when uh, Prime Minister Modi was in Vladivostok for the Eastern uh, uh, Summit. And, uh, and it's a very good sign because there has been an interest in uh, labor and professionals from India working in uh, Russia. I think that relationship may become a little more troubled in the past if the Russia-China relationship continues to converge even more than it has already because one fallout of that has been closer relations with, between Russia and pakistan which have included both military uh, exercises together and the supply of some early uh, military equipment as well a complicated element in that is sanctions and that will uh, it will have to be seen how it plays out because india has contracted to buy the s400 missile defense system from russia and uh, those Supplier entities are listed for sanctions by the Americans. Now, these are extraterritorial. We are opposed to extraterritoriality of sanctions. And we proclaim that the only sanctions we will observe are uh, UN-mandated. But in the end, uh, this is commercial and business interests. And none of our entities, public sector or private sector, want to fall foul of uh, American uh, sanctions, at least partly because the dollar remains the most important currency of trade and every kind of uh, exchange. A similar problem afflicts the India-Iran relationship. Uh, We have historical connections with uh, Iran, and Iran is a very important supplier of oil and gas to India. We have invested in oil fields in Iran, we are trying to co- collaborate in building up the Chabahar port in order to have a connection, a route to uh, trade with Afghanistan, since Pakistan will not allow overland exports from India to move, although it permits Afghan exports to India, so Indian imports to come overland. Um, as of now, it looks as if the US Iran relationship is going to remain troubled for quite a long time. And uh, the Indian imports of oil from Iran have fallen basically to zero. And just the irony of it is that it is imports from the United States which have fulfilled that shortfall uh, for India. Although there was a waiver for the Chabahar port, given by the Americans, I don't see much progress taking place there because nobody will go in depending upon a waiver that needs to be renewed every uh, six months. So this is a problem between, the, between India and the United States because both of these are of strategic convergence uh, importance to India.
0: As you mentioned earlier, after Trump's visit to India, the U.S. and Taliban signed a deal in Afghanistan uh, for prolonged peace. Uh, will Pakistan try to take advantage of it to further its interests on the eastern border? How do you think this will impact India in the long term?
1: So, of course, as we uh, we already discussed, on Afghanistan, India and the United States have had very different positions, at least partly because of the U.S.-Pakistan relationship that flowed out of their uh, uh, operations uh, in Afghanistan, um, the United States has recognized that the reason that they could never have a positive outcome of all the money, the loss of manpower, the The fighting in Afghanistan for, what, 19 years, their longest war, as they call it, was because of the sanctuary provided by Pakistan to Taliban and their terrorist activities. This sanctuary included training, funding, every kind of assistance. And of course, the best example of that was that the leader of Al-Qaeda, Bin Laden, was eventually found to be living a few miles away from one of uh, Pakistan's biggest military cantonments and training centers. Uh, Even though the joint statement issued by India and and the United States after Trump's visit uh, claimed that both countries were uh, were committed to an Afghan-led and Afghan-owned peace and reconciliation process, it's a fact that Within days, the United States has signed an agreement with the Taliban with no participation from the Afghan government. Uh, And the Indian ambassador in Doha was present at that signing ceremony. So not only have the uh, Americans not gone along with their frequently repeated commitment and the fact that they have supported the Afghan government for the last 19 years at a cost of the war and, and the support to the government and the Afghan National Army of over a trillion dollars. Uh, but they have signed this agreement with the Taliban. Of course, there is an element of opportunism within that. Uh, President Trump had promised during the, his election campaign three years ago that he would end all these endless wars and bring American troops back Part of the agreement with the Taliban is that American troops will be drawn down to 8,600. But of course, the element that's of most interest to both uh, the United States and Taliban is just the presence of American troops because the Taliban has called repeatedly for all foreign troops to leave Afghanistan and almost all the troops from other NATO countries have already left. Uh, The uh, President Trump's, commitment to uh, his last election promise and now in the lead up to the next election campaign is to bring American soldiers home. So that part of the agreement will probably be achieved but in every other sense uh, it will probably unravel and has already shown some signs of that within two days when the Afghan president said that he was not party to the agreement of the release of 5,000 Taliban soldiers. And he's not going to, that, that is not, cannot be a precondition to Afghan government and Taliban talks, but it has to be part of those discussions and, uh, and those uh, negotiations. Also a number of other questions remain, whereas uh, the, the United States uh, has said that it will continue to fund Afghan government forces it's not clear who will fund the Afghan government, all of which have been really living on subventions from, from the United States. So this uh, this agreement is very tenuous, but of course it is in the interest of, uh, of both those parties to have it achieve its ends. The Afghan government is itself riven by the rivalry between uh, Ghani, who has been declared the president, and Abdullah Abdullah, who was the challenger, uh, who has threatened to set up a separate government. Uh, Whether they will be able to work together, whether they will be able to negotiate anything with the Taliban uh, remains to be seen. Also, one of the more troubling aspects is the kind of regime that the Taliban would set up in Afghanistan, whether it comes in on its own or even if it brings in some elements of the existing Taliban government, it has horrific implications for what would happen to Afghan women, as the whole world was witness to the last time. Will Pakistan try and take advantage of this? Of course, uh, just as it did the last time when, uh, when the Americans withdrew from Afghanistan after the Soviet Union had been pushed out. Um, some of the concepts which Pakistan had spoken about earlier and appears to adhere to even now, such as Afghanistan providing strategic depth to Pakistan, etc., really seem terribly outdated. I mean, you know, uh, hand-to-hand fights and even uh, sort of artillery uh, firing goes on. But it is unlikely that there will be any you know, crossing over of the armed forces of India and and, uh, Pakistan into each other's territory. War-making now is cyber, it is uh, drones, it is all kinds of other uh, weaponry, if you like. So uh, we can hope that Pakistan uh, will recognize that. Uh, It will not again support a regime of the way the Taliban had behaved earlier and a regime uh, itself uh, will not, engage, continue to engage in terrorist uh, activities.